Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We at Clarion Call Christian Center are delighted that you chose to listen to our worship service. Each of our pastors endeavor to preach the word of God with clarity to your spirit. So let us enter the service already in progress. Thank you, Lord. It has been a trying week for me. It's been one of those weeks where you didn't know where you were going or coming. It's been a rough week this week. But God. Saints. I'm talking about those saints, talking to those saints that done been through something. I ain't talking about a little bit of something. I'm talking about you done been through the ringer. I'm talking about that thing where it makes you feel like sometimes you want to give up. I'm talking about something serious. Something that when you go through, when you look in the mirror, you don't even see the same person. I'm talking about when you go through something that it just, it, it makes you crumble. It makes you fall down on your knees. It makes you search for help. I'm talking about that thing that can break the spirit of a man. Have you ever been through a test and you failed it? Have you ever been through the same test several times and still seem to fail it? Amen. But I'm here to tell you, God will give you the strength to persevere. For a subject today, we must persevere. Man, I'm talking about being in a pit. I remember a long time ago when I first got saved, the Lord had me going to Psalm 69, Psalm 68. In the Psalms, it was going through when David was being, going through his thing, right? And he said it felt like I was going underwater. I was in the deep without strength. But somehow, my head was kept above the water. I didn't sink, Sister Val. The enemy wanted me to quit. He wanted me to give up. But I'm here to tell you, saints, 
He don't want us to give up. He want us to persevere. He want us to strive. How the brother said, he want us to hide behind the mountain. Because chilly wind is going to blow your way. It's coming. Your storm is coming. We ain't obsolete from his storm. That's what builds you up. That's what makes you strong. Can we turn to James chapter 1, verse 12? We're going to go through a few scriptures today. We're going to go through a few scriptures today. You have it, please say amen. Scripture says in verse 12, it says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Sometimes our lust can be money. Sometimes our lust can be power. Sometimes our lust can be where we want more than one person. Our lust can be haughtiness, jealousy, envy. But I'm here to tell you that when these tests come, God is only asking us to stand. He wants us to, with, to endure these Hardships. Because they're coming to you to make you stronger. But don't dare say it. Don't dare say that the Lord tempt me with this and he tempt me with that. He just told you I'm not a man. I'm not going to lie to you. But there's going to be some things that are going to come your way. That I'm, but I'm, that I'm going to need you to go through. Because these things are going to allow you to be buffed. To be pressured. Stir it up to allow you, he, when, when this thing happened to you, it's going to allow you to be able to see within yourself. You're going to start seeing some things that you didn't even know that was in you. In other words, he's going to allow your situation to stir up your gift. God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When we go through these storms and these trials and tribulations, all eyes are on you. Whether it's at work, on the job, 
at home or out in the field. All eyes on you, because especially when. Exactly. When you claim to be a man or woman of God. Because people want to see how you go through. So they can say, I see, I told you. I told you, I, I knew it. You shouldn't have picked him. You shouldn't have picked her. But God is saying, he or she belongs to me. I'll hold them up. Praise him. Go to 2 Thessalonians. 3 and 3. Yes, ma'am. 2 Thessalonians 3 and 3. It says, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Going through your test, it's going to be the enemy that is bringing this thing to you. But it's going to be on you, on who you look, which hill you going to look toward. I had to find this out the hard way. Because sometimes we get stuck in self. And we think we can do things on our own. When these trials and tribulations come our way. See, Satan is constantly throwing fiery darts. He's coming. But God is asking us to stand. Stand firm and stand still. That's what he says in Galatians. Stand still. Church, we have a job to do. It, it brings me back to the Samaritan woman. It, it amazes me how, put it like this, the Jews hated the Samaritans, right? But when Jesus ordained Paul, when God ordained Paul, he sent them to that Gentile nation, a bunch of Gentile nations. But I want to talk about that particular woman because we all are that woman. See, that woman was sent on a mission. She had a seed on the inside of her. And she had to go to that Samaritan nation and plant a seed. God has a seed in each and every last one of us. And he wants us to go in our community and plant a seed. Even if you say, God loves you, you just planted a seed. Don't give up. You just planted a seed. All he needs for you to do is to cultivate the ground. Cultivate the ground 
planted. Oh, some word going to water that thing. See, we don't know people's situation. We don't know how they were brought up. Whether they came in a home that had a mother and a father. Whether they came up in a home like the home I came up in without a father. There's a difference. There's a big difference. Because I was one that had to walk out in the blind. And found out that there were some things that were supposed to be inside of me that wasn't there. See, love didn't come natural to me. It didn't come, it didn't come natural to me because I just watched my mom try to make ends meet. The best way that she could. But I watched her endure hardness. She persevered through hard times. See, I didn't grow up, grow up in a church, in a home that had a church. We didn't go to church. It was a tent revival came around Unionville every now and then. We'll go in there and sit down, and then this man be gone. And I'm trying to understand what is, you know, what what what, what is going on? What is being talked about? But then we go out in life. And that chilly wind start to blow. Hard times start to set in. You start having children. Then you watch your life being shaken upside down. The old attacks from Satan come. Now you need some word to, to stand on. But you realize that you ain't got no word in you. The enemy keep coming. He keep trying to devour your seed. But God says I have a remnant. Who has not been the knee. To bail. And I'm going to send him to you. It's all about how you're going to receive it. So you can get through your season. I watched them attack me and how I raised my children. He was trying to keep me out of the word to keep the word from getting in them. Satan, the old treacherous old thing. He don't care about you. But God said that I love you. I'm going to send my son to come down and die for you. I'm going to give you everything you need right here in his word. And it's going to be on you to receive. The Lord is faithful. And he'll strengthen you. And he'll protect you from that old devil. See, he blinds us by TV, politics, 
commercials. He tried to turn the truth into a lie. They try to get you to conform to what they think is right. Amen. It reminds me of say for instance a person come to the United States and they want to become a citizen of the United States. The process is that you go through what you got to go through, all right, and you're supposed to conform to the American way. But today, they don't, that, that ain't what they're teaching. They're teaching you to bring your culture from wherever you came from here, and then you try to mix that culture with our culture, and then there's the problem. See, it's the same way when we mix, when we get saved, and he give you this new nature, and we try to mix our old self with the new, and we have a problem. See, God will show you that those two things don't mix. The world and him do not mix. Can't mix. So what we have to do is we have to lean on the word of God. Remember when I was telling you guys how Satan was trying to keep me from sharing things with my children, keeping me from growing. At the same time, he was keeping me from the love of God. Because I started listening to folk that who, who wasn't saved. So they started giving me worldly views. Until two gentlemen came my way. Pastor Ross and Pastor Jones. And they said, sit down here, boy, let me talk to you. <laughs> what's going on with you? I know what's in you. We ain't going to be going carrying on like this. I plead the blood on that situation. Come out of this muck, this mire. Get out of this pit. When they started to share the word of God with me, that was when I was, a was able to persevere, to break through. You know how folks say I can see the light on the other end? Because it was so dark on my end. It was scary. When you, when you, when you, you know who you are, but you, you, you're so beat up and trotting down. Sometimes you'll forget who you are. Because the pain gets so hard, it, it gets so thick. It's so troublesome. And it all started in the Garden of Eden. Show you what the Lord showed me. 
He was saying that tree is a type of multiculturalism. When Adam and them ate from that tree, they were hearing from somebody other than God. See, they had too many people in the head telling them the wrong things. If you got a situation and you don't have God in your situation, it's a mess. You're going to be faced with mess. Trust me, I've been through some mess. Cried for months. How can I get out of this? How did I get into this? Lord, I need your help today. Godspeed. I need it now. God said, get in in my word. Seek me. I guarantee you, you will find me. When I got in there, brother, things started to change. I started sticking my chest out like, look at my God. Look what he did for me and my family. He just wants us to be obedient. That's why we must persevere. We must get over the, the stuff. That don't mean anything. Let me tell y'all. Y'all women, y'all something serious. Y'all, y- y'all are off the chain. You hear me? Let me tell you. <laughs> I was going through. <laughs> My sister. I was going through. And the devil was trying to Keep me from a destination to where I had to call on my wife. Baby, something ain't right. I'm not feeling right. Something is going on with me. She went and got her little book. Right? This the truth. Got her book set right across from me. You shall overcome. It shall be well. Look what Val said. He'll give it to you. You just stand firm. See, God know exactly what he was doing when he looked out and said, man shall not dwell by himself. It takes a help. See, I look at people that, man, I adore you. Because I understand being a parent and what you go through, life is going to keep coming. And if it send you a few lemons, just make some lemonade. God is telling us to persevere. Don't give up. Stand still and strong. Cast all your cares on his son, Jesus. No matter what you're going through in your life, he will deliver you. Thank you, baby, for encouraging me. Amen.
Let's go to First Peter. First Peter five, verse eight. First Peter five and eight. It says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walk about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. In other words, you ain't the only one that's going to be going through. The Bible calls us to come together as a family. I should be able to go to you and say, bro, I'm going through this right here, and you should have something to give me to build me up. See, we should have love one for another. I shouldn't want my brother to do bad. I should rejoice when he's rejoicing. When I hear his testimony and he bring it through, I'm going to be rejoicing with him because I want him to succeed. I want Blue to be blessed. I want everyone to be blessed. But God says that he put everything in his son. He said, look to him. Look to my son. He'll give you everything you need. The Bible says that you have not because you ask not. All we have to do is get in there and be truthful. Be honest with ourselves. And say, Lord, I'm lacking in this area right here. Could you work with me with this? Lord, my faith is kind of weak. Can you work with me on this? Lord, my eyes are getting to wander over here. Can you work with me on this? These are true life instances. These are things that, are, that happen. And God's saying, look, you got to be strong. You got to be diligent. You got to hold on to what was being taught. This is what Paul was telling the Thessalonians. This is what he was telling the Ephesians. Hold on to what I've sent you, what I've written to you, and live by it. We can't have a double standard mind. We can't have this lukewarm mentality. I'm only going to serve him when something's going bad. Some go good, you're loosen. You, you, you don't. You act like you don't even know it. God is saying, "Come on up a little bit higher. He'll develop you. He'll give you everything that you need 
to succeed. And just like that Samaritan woman, you'll be looking to go to any new cities. Even when you're on vacation, you're trying to find somebody that you can put a seed into. And it's a good thing when you can help somebody when you know that they're down and out. When you look at that poor child playing in the dirt as you pass him by, knowing that his mom is struggling, knowing that this boy is fatherless, knowing that this young man needs direction, you already can see that he was he been put into a situation that is bad. Waiting on a seed carrier to put some word into that situation. And some of us don't have to look across the street or down the roadway. We can look into our own families. See, the Bible says that the harvest is plenteous. He said, look at them. Heads are white. But the workers are few. I'm asking God to place some seeds in Clarion Call. Place some seeds in there. So they can go out into this vineyard. They can harvest. They can plant these seeds. Somebody can come by and water those things. And after a while, they're going to reap a harvest. Can you remember when you were small and somebody did something, I mean just something in your life, it stands out in your life about a certain individual on what they did for you when you was little? Y'all have anything in y'all mind like that where you was a small child and, you know, and you just, somebody did, somebody grown in your family did something for you and it stuck with you throughout your whole manhood. You got some people that ain't never happened. Because some people, they don't, they don't, they don't put, they don't, they don't, they don't put a seed inside nobody. They break people down. You ever, you ever, I've been somewhere and, a, and I heard a woman say, you ain't going to be nothing. You just like your daddy. These are seeds that you're placing inside this young mind. He's going to record it and after a while he's going to play it back. God is saying that he wants us to endure. Get in his word. Seek his face. Whatever you go through, give it to his son. He said, whatever you need, ask it. You lacking something? Ask it. You want something from the father? Ask it. See, we want that new car. 
We would go to the boss man. Hey, can I get some overtime today? Can I work over today? Because you, you, you can see that. But this thing requires faith. Amen. You got to ask and believe that ye shall receive and wait on it. Tell you, I remember when we was crunched up in a little old bit of house. Six jokers. <laughs> we was up in there like roaches. <laughs> That's no lie. We was up in that thing like roaches. But we had to pray. Believe him. And joy came in the morning. Joy came in the morning, man. God is for real. God is true. I'm telling you, trust him. That's all you got to do, trust him. Hmm. You ain't in this by yourself. God said, trust in my son, Jesus. Jesus said, I'm going to tell you what will happen when you put your trust in me and my father. Go to John 10. Now, this is one of my, you know, me and Pastor Lucas, we got a favorite scripture, right? Our favorite scripture, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. But this is another one right here, John 10. Starting at the 27th verse. And this is Jesus talking. He said, my sheep, they hear my voice. He said, and I know them. And they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. He said, my father, which gave them me, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Now, you're talking about security? That's a security blanket. All right, all right. And all you got to do is just believe. He didn't send him for nothing. He sent him to save you and I. He said, cast all your trust, all your fears, anything you need or want, give it to Jesus. See, many songs say he'll be a doctor in it. He'll be a lawyer in it. When you're weary, you can trust him. When you're without, you can trust him. When you're in need, you can trust him. When you're feeling good, you can bless him. There's been plenty of times where we have to lay down these old pitter parties. Lay down this stuff that don't even mean nothing. It ain't even that serious. But your life is. 
Your soul is. The devil, he's running around trying to find the weak ones. He's trying to destroy families. See, my, my brother, he told me this. He said, you're either going to be in covenant with God or you're going to be out of covenant with God. So you choose ye this day whom you shall serve. God is so good. I'm going to leave you with this. Let's go to Psalm 55. I'm telling you, David knew how to pour his heart out. You read some of the things that David go through. He went through the same thing, same stuff you're going through. And you can use these teaching moments to help you get out. Psalm 55 and verse 22. This is what I've been saying the whole time. Cast thy burden upon the Lord. And he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. See, that's a guarantee that he got you. He got us. All we have to do is trust and believe him. Harvest is great. It's plenty. God needs some workers. Come on now. You need to get that person, that lily that's in that valley, shard him up, prepare him, pull him up out that pit, put him to work. He has a crown for us. He said, your crown was sealed when you believed in the Son, and you were sealed with his blood. See, what? there's one thing we all know. That we have a birth date and a death date. But us saints, we have a, a rebirth date. So we look forward to seeing our Savior come back. He ain't, he ain't forgot us. He's given us weapons to use. He's given us a perfect sword, which is his word. He's given us his word to fight through anything we can ever imagine of going through. He rewards his people greatly.
Lord, we praise your holy name today. Father God, I thank you for stopping by Clarion Call today. Lord, I thank you for opening up hearts and minds, Lord God, to receive your word. Your people are hungry. Your people are thirsty. And we're going to continue to eat and drink from your word. We're going to grow thereby. Lord, I thank you for every leader here today. Everybody in their respected, respectful places. I thank you for them, Lord God. We thank you for them, Lord God. Father God, I ask you to bless the leadership of this church. Father God, I ask you to continue to bless our finances. Lord, if there is anything that shall arise, Lord God, we're going to give it to you. Because we know that it's safe in your hands. Lord, we thank you for the many, many blessings, Lord God, that you have bestowed upon us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be debt free. It's a blessing, Lord God. And Lord, we're going to continue to lean on you and to look for your direction. I ask, Lord, that you pour out a fresh anointing in this place. A fresh anointing on your people. I'm asking your people to receive what the maker has for them. Lord, I can see you blessing this place. Lord, I can see people slain in the spirit. I can see tongues being dispensed. I can see people who were hurt being healed. And Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Can everybody say, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. We at Clarion Call Christian Center, thank God that you worship with us. We are located at 213 Green Street in the city of Warner Robins, Georgia. Feel free to join us at any of our scheduled services or fellowships. They are worship service each Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Sunday school, second and fourth Sundays at 9 a.m. Bible study every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Women of the Kingdom Sisterhood Fellowship every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Remember that you are a value to the kingdom of God. Be blessed.